Hello everyone, welcome back to Chasing the Light. Thank you so much for listening in again this week. This is a very special week for me. I am celebrating my 35th birthday this week on Wednesday, and hopefully this entry will be released on that day. And I'll also be returning to Philadelphia for my 90-day post-op recovery appointment So we have a really busy week ahead and a lot going on, and I just wanted to get on here and kind of reflect on this past year as I think back to last December, right before my birthday. I remember Zach picked me up from school one day at my final school of the workday, and I think it was like December the 8th, I'm not sure. It was just a little bit before my birthday. And I got in the car and he's like, well, I have some news. And, you know, he does this sometimes and I don't always know how to take it because the way that he says it, it's not always like, like I have some exciting news or, you know, did something terrible happen to somebody? So when he said it, I was like, okay, what is it? And he said, Well, the FDA authorized approval for the clinical trial, and it's supposed to be approved for human administering for the treatment. And it's what we had been waiting for since June of 2022, when I had gone to Philadelphia for the first time to visit with Dr. Alamon and be assessed and see if I would indeed be a prime candidate for the LCA5 clinical trial. So when he told me that, I was really excited. I was like, wow, what an awesome birthday present leading up to my 34th birthday. And I really didn't know like when the trial would start or, you know, what it would entail or if I would even be asked, like all all signs led to the fact that I probably would be invited to participate in the trial. But, you know, nothing is certain. And of course, I was excited, but we had a long, long time to wait after that. And so life kind of just went on like we had the initial, you know, telling everyone that it was finally FDA approved as far as, you know, going into the phase one part of the trial. Um, But then it, you know, it was back to normal life. And I spent, you know, much of December and January and February planning, organizing, spreading the word about bowling over blindness, which I had talked about in previous entries, which was a fundraiser that our Vision Walk team, Jeepers Creepers, held and hosted in our local community to raise funds for the Foundation Fighting Blindness. So I put a lot of my time and effort into that as well as, you know, being a mom and working and going to the boys' futsals games during that winter plus Zach and I coached Jackson's futsal team Um, and if you're not familiar with futsal it's basically soccer played on a basketball court pretty much Um, a little different than indoor soccer but it's a lot of fun to watch it's a lot of fun to play Um, very quick moving and that's what we pretty much spent our winter doing um, you know throughout from December through February really the the in the beginning of March but um so in December 
I had been doing a lot of reaching out to different parts of the community, um, you know, asking for support for Bowling Over Blindness in terms of like raffle, um, raffle items, like gift certificates to local restaurants or stores, um, just anything they might want to give to to be able to do a raffle for the bowling over blindness. So that took a lot of time going around to different stores, going on uh, different restaurants, sending emails. And pretty much I did that for actually the next six months, um, even after bowling over blindness, because then I switched gears into the vision walk planning committee. I was the resource and outreach um, person and lead for the vision walk planning committee as well. So I was doing a lot of, you know, reaching out to people, making phone calls, telling them about our event at the Baltimore Vision Walk. Um, so life was really busy. And I, I definitely had a lot to do in the meantime, waiting to hear when the actual clinical trial would begin after knowing that it was starting to um, move forward with the authorization from the FDA in December. Um, of course, you know, we went right into soccer season after um, futsal season, but, you know, we had bowling over blindness in there, which was an awesome event. I'm not going to go into detail about that because, you know, I've talked about that in different entries and everything, um, but it was a great event for the community and also, you know, to have that experience of planning something like that and to see the great success come from that. It, it was really neat. Thing to experience. Um, but we went into April and May and I still hadn't heard anything about the clinical trial. Meanwhile, my vision definitely um, was more restricted. I remember being during futsal season, not being able to see much, even when I was coaching and everything. I was very stationary, not very confident and moving around. I was afraid I was going to run into chairs on the sideline or run into players or whatever it may be like I was helping coaching but I definitely couldn't see very well during that time and as we inch closer to the end of the school year because I was a teacher at the time um, I started weighing you know what was next like started you know really trying to figure out like I know this clinical trial is is going to start soon but I don't have a definite date I don't even know if I'm for sure going to be asked so I spent a lot of like after bowling over blindness in March and um really through April and into May kind of considering what was next for me and I eventually came to the decision, a hard decision, to not renew my contract when it was offered to me because I didn't know when the trial was going to be started. But I did know if I were to be invited in the trial, I knew I'd have to miss a lot of work. And I just didn't think that that would be fair for my students, for my colleagues, for everyone involved. And and if you work in a school system, like your decisions affect more than just you. And that is something that weighed very heavily on my mind when I was making that decision to not return um, as a TVI in my local community. So I came to the hard decision and I, you know, communicated that with 
my team, my bosses, you know, everyone that was involved that needed to know about it. I communicated that with them um, probably the second week in May or so. I don't know. It was in May. It was close to the end of the school year um, that I wouldn't be coming back. And um, I would be trying to pursue something from a remote home base position, um, whatever that may be. Like, I definitely was exploring other options and, you know, definitely knew that, like, I just, I love advocating for the blindness community. Um, you know, definitely loved working with children that were blind and visually impaired. But I also know there's a lot of options out there. And, you know, one of the things I do is is always try and progress and always try to, um, you know, learn new things and be challenged in different ways. Um, so I, I just kind of took a leap of faith and was like okay like i know i'm not gonna have a job like lined up for me but I, I, let's just hope this clinical trial falls into place and let's hope that some sort of um employment opportunity arises you know following my decision so it wasn't too long after the school year officially ended in may um that i got the call in june saying that everything had been approved and the clinical trial was going to begin and that I was invited to participate. So um, that kind of catches us up to June whenever this podcast journal began. Um, and, you know, I shared about how this journal and everything came to be um, that my husband kind of encouraged me like to go for it like i i really wanted to have a way of document documentate uh, use documentation um of this journey and share it with everyone that i wasn't writing out super long you know social media posts and everyone had to read it i just felt like it was a lot easier for people to listen to this journey um along and it was easier for me to just like say it and put it out there and whoever wanted to, to follow along they could um so that is when this started was back in june and that was at my first well it was baseline one but i also sat assigned the consent form at at that uh visit to philadelphia so basically that is when it all began um, which was a big highlight of this year of life for me, um, starting the clinical trial. And at that time, I really didn't know when I was actually going to have the surgery. Um, I knew it had to be within 90 days of the time that I signed the consent. So we had a rough idea that of the maximum of like when it could be, which basically it went to that for me. Um, it was September, but it could have been earlier we just weren't sure so it was really hard to plan things um I just really enjoyed the summertime with with the boys and Zach um we went on some adventures and I think I talked about some of the adventures on some of my previous entries that I did over the summer um you know we went to North Carolina took the boys to their first soccer game and I talked about how we you know were in these big crowds and everything and I really had some difficulty seeing and navigating in those crowds because they were so chaotic um I talked about different lighting and you know the different issues that I experienced as an individual who was blind and navigating out in in public setting um 
you know, so definitely kept busy over the summer, definitely noticed that my vision was worsening, you know, up until that point until we finally reached the big day um, in September, whenever I had my surgery and, you know, everything went well. And I, I talked about all of that in my previous entries, but it was definitely a huge highlight for this year, obviously. Um, you know, I'm not going to go into all the detail again about like the different little hiccups we had along the way. Um, but I, also, prior to that surgery, I continued to seek employment. I really wasn't looking for um, anything full time because that's exactly why I, you know, didn't renew my contract for being a TVI because I wasn't going to be able to commit to full time. And, and, you know, obviously I'm not going to look for another full time job and have the same issue where I can't show up for my team every day, whatever that team may look like, not necessarily in the education realm. But I did have an opportunity present itself in August. Um, Actually, my former instructor and the coordinator of the Blindness and Visual Impairment um, Consortium through George Mason University, where I went through my um, graduate program for blindness and visual impairment, she actually reached out to me um, late July, maybe, but um, definitely around the time of early August is when I confirmed when that I would accept her offer to be um, the blindness and visual impairment graduate assistant for her. So in this time where I was trying to like figure out everything this year, like this has definitely been a growing year for me in terms of faith. Like I took a big leap of faith of not returning to um my role as a teacher and kind of switching gears, um, not really having anything lined up, not even knowing if the trial was going to begin, um, to having things kind of fall into place right at the right time. And what was great about this job that I was being offered is that it was part time. It was exactly what I was looking for. I could do it from home. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm already contracted for uh, the next semester as well, um, beginning in January and everything. Um, but it was really great because I had a relationship with my instructor, my former instructor. She's a mentor of mine, a professional mentor of mine. I learned so much from her going through the program at George Mason. I had opportunities this semester to do research for her, to create um, interview questions for her for different types of uh, like webinar things that she was doing, um, also things that she needed to present to the Virginia Department of Education. Like I prepared those types of things. I created assignments for her graduate students and I, you know, have had opportunities to grade those assignments, like to go through the whole process of a little bit of everything in, in, um, you know, higher education, it was really neat. And it's something that maybe, you know, I might pursue one day. I don't know. I mean, I I would definitely have to go back and, you know, go through a PhD program if I ever had that in mind in terms of actually becoming an instructor. Um, 
at the higher education level. And, and I'm just not sure if I'm ready to do that yet. I, I really just want to lock in and enjoy my children growing up. You know, I have very limited amount of time with them left. Um, you know, six or seven years until both of them are graduated. And I really don't want to be spending that time working on a PhD. Um, and I'm not even sure if that's a goal of mine. It's it's something that I'm considering. And I've been told by, you know, many different professionals at the graduate level, you know, different professors I've had and mentors and everything that I would be a great PhD candidate, but I'm I'm just not sure that it's really a goal of mine. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do next, but I have thoroughly enjoyed, you know, getting a chance to work with the graduate students in the courses um, for my for my instructor doing different tutoring. Um, you know, one of the courses is the graduate braille course that I had gone through. So I'm able to do tutoring and in, in that, in that aspect. Um, and it's a, it's a lot different than working with children, you know, in the K-12. It, it's just different. I, I like both, um, but it's neat to be able to try and teach Braille to adults. I feel like children um, get it a, a bit quicker than adults, but it's still, um, both are very rewarding. So I've really thoroughly enjoyed doing that Um as I'm recovering from my vision surgery and everything, it's it's just kind of been a nice uh, side distraction, I guess, or side contribution, however you want to say it, um, to be able to still do something in my field, um, but not feel like I'm letting anybody down because I am not working full time or I'm taking off work or whatever. Um, so I've enjoyed that. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, really enjoying kind of taking the time to notice the different vision changes that I've experienced since my surgery. And I've shared about those in previous entries. Um, and that's really what I've been focused on this fall. I, I've been focused on right now, just like enjoying the Christmas season. I'm, I think I'm officially like four presents away from being completely done wrapping um, as of today. So that's been really great this year to be able to just kind of really be in the moment. Whereas when I was working all the time, um, I just kind of hurried through these things and didn't really like get to sit and enjoy the whole process of buying the gifts and wrapping the gifts. Um, so I've really enjoyed that. And as I'm, you know, approaching my 35th birthday this week, and when this is airing, hopefully it is my birthday. Um, of course, I've already got some big goals in mind for, for my next year of life. Um, I'm not ready to share about one in particular quite yet. It, it's definitely the one that's uh, most on my mind um, and all, already in the process of working on some things. Hopefully I'll share about that after the new year and everything. But, um, you know, it's been a good year. I'm very thankful and blessed to have gotten here this year. Like when I think about where I was at my last birthday, you know, kind of in the grind and kind of in just, just, I don't know, the hustle and bustle constantly run ragged, um, trying to be super mom, like 
super mom, super teacher, super everything, super wife. Like it, I was really burnt out and run ragged. So when I came to the decision to not, you know, return as a full-time employee pretty much anywhere, because I really, you know, I really wasn't seeking full-time employment afterwards either, um, it just a whole piece fell upon me and a whole weight lifted off of my shoulders. Just I have definitely had a better quality of life, um, not feeling so stressed. So I guess I would say that like the first half of my year um, of 34, I I was feeling stressed. And then like the second half, a weight was lifted off my shoulder and a, a newfound piece was kind of put over me you know for the second half and i i've really feel like i've accomplished a lot um in terms of with my vision and growing in my faith this year um i've thoroughly loved this podcast journal just being able to express my thoughts and have this platform to advocate for for the blind and low vision community and to educate it's been a really neat experience doing this and i really really appreciate everybody listening and supporting chasing the light it's definitely been a blessing and Zach and I have really loved being able to work on this together because yes I I you know sit on here and talk and everything but he does the editing and helps with the he posts it and everything um so it's it's been a fun experience and I'm glad that he encouraged me to kind of take that leap and not let fear prevent me from doing this and and trying this new way of communication although I still get nervous because again I don't follow any kind of outline or anything whenever I'm on these entries and some entries you can probably tell because I'm probably all over the place um Zach picks on me about <laughs> some stuff a lot um but it's fun it's been a great year I'm definitely going to look back on this year saying like that was definitely uh, a growing year and um I just I've really really appreciated everyone just praying for us and encouraging us throughout this clinical trial and I'm just so so grateful for each and every one of you I'm really thoroughly looking forward to coming back next week and sharing about my appointments from this week and I just really hope that you continue to tune in and be a part of this journey with us. I thank you all so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. <laughs>